Okay, I think we are on six o'clock right now. How's it going, Real Dealers? It is your man, Philip Hall, and welcome to another episode of the Real Deal Bros Podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm happy holidays out there, everybody. Um, it is the holiday season. Today is December 11th, 2020. Uh, oh, man. Oof. I can finally say that. We are actually close to the end of 2020. Uh, definitely a very extraordinary year, for sure. A year that a lot of us will never forget. And I'm yeah, you know, we've had some good times, we had some bad times, but uh, hopefully, you know, we can look forward to more positivity and more growth and more well-being going into 2021. And um, I know you probably can't see it uh, by the looks of it right now, if you're watching it through YouTube, watching this through YouTube, but um, Terrell is going to be with us on the show tonight. Um, he's actually out right now, but he will be um, putting in his comments in regards to tonight's discussion. Um, yeah, but, oh, actually, wait a minute. Um, I got Terrell here right now. Hold on, let's see if we can get him in here. Let's see, hold on. Okay, yeah, here, here he is. Hold on, everybody. Let's see if we get him. Yo, Terrell, you there? Oh, wait, just muted this mic. Hold on. Let's see if we can get him back. Okay, so yeah, so um, yeah, yeah, Terrell, like he's in the chat right now here on the Zoom, but uh, no, don't worry, like he is with us tonight. Um, probably, probably not going to be speaking, like I'm not sure again, like he's out and about, but he is going to be a part of the discussion tonight. He's just going to be relaying what he says and his comments in into the chat room so yeah we're gonna keep that in mind oh wait actually i think he just left um um but anyway um yeah, like, yeah we'll, we'll get that work out but as always we want to um remind everybody out there and to make sure to wear your mask because COVID is still spreading it's actually been getting a lot worse because of the holiday season but hold on pause on that thought that's uh, right here man Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's saying that that he's here. So yeah, he's gonna be um yeah, he's just gonna be giving his comments in the chat room. Yeah, he says you'll hear me loud and clear. Good. Okay then. But um, but yeah, we always uh you know, before the show, we always want to remind everybody and make sure that so wear your mask. COVID is still a thing. It's actually been getting a lot worse because during the holiday season, you know, because it's it's kind of it kind of was expected because a lot of people have been traveling, and this is dating back to Thanksgiving a few week, few weeks ago. But um, as we go into Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, there is going to be a large expense, uh, expand, ex expanding of people traveling uh, across the country to go see family. Um, can't, I'm not going to say much on that because I do understand that, yeah, we do want to be with family, especially around this time. But we also want to advise everybody to make sure that you still wear your mask, uh, social distance as much as you can. If you need to, stay home. Don't go out to parties. Don't go out to a restaurant if they're still open to try to quarantine yourself if you do have the virus but uh yeah just yeah make sure just to be responsible like I mean like me and Terrell we say it all the time on our show we just want to make sure everybody stays safe make sure that you're responsible and making sure that you are taking care of yourself and your family the best way you can and um as for me you know 
me being in California, we've actually gone back to the baby steps when the pandemic first started us, you know, wearing masks wherever we go, uh, not being allowed to eat inside at restaurants or even outside. They got they got rid of outside dining as well. So restaurants have been only doing delivery or takeout for that reason because of, you know, the COVID numbers rising in California. And um, yeah, we just, you know, for like my, my message to everybody that's, you know, are going against the rules or not for the rules, just make sure yeah, uh, so like yeah, Terrell in the chat is saying make absolutely certain you maintain a social distance of six feet and wear a mask and wash your hands and body after entering your your living space. So yeah, that's how you know give Terrell's input input there. But yeah, but to go off of you know just my best to everybody that tries to go go against the rules or that's not for the rules. Remember why they're doing this and remember why you're why we are still in shutdown mode right now. It's because. People like you guys don't want to respect the rules, which causes everybody else, including yourself, to, you know, like be in the predicament that we're in right now. I mean, nobody is, nobody has any immunity to this type of situation, which means that it is in your best interest to make sure that you do follow those rules. And Terrell just said in the chat that to those who didn't follow the instructions, I hope it was worth it. So yeah, I mean, like yeah, like we we start we're, we're sorry that we have to be sound so cold blooded with this, but the thing is, you know, we've been we've been going through this for a year, and the pos and the, and the high possibility of still going through this going into 2021. I mean, I, like like even though the vaccines have been going out through Pfizer, thank God for Pfizer for uh, their vaccines. It's still a high possibility that this is going to continue to happen unless everybody takes a vaccine or when the vaccines become more accessible. But, um, but yeah, but for the time for the time being, we do advise you to stay home, wear your mask, don't go to any parties. And uh, yeah, just do the best you can. And, and like, yeah, Terrell just said, for everybody that's still breaking the rules, you're bleeping it, bleeping it up for everybody. So yeah, well, yeah, anyway, with that, with that being said, we're going to go into tonight's discussion. So tonight's discussion, oh man, okay. So tonight's discussion is about revising the Millennial Manifesto. But I'm going to go into uh, my version of what I believe the Millennial Manifesto is. So this has, a, this, this, this topic is going to relate to a lot of, you know, millennials, um, entitlement to gender identity, as well as their um, strong practice of cancel culture. Now, in a way, well, um, I, I'm, like me and Terrell, we're not millennials. So, but again, like the, even if you're not millennial, this still falls into like the young generation category. You know, it doesn't matter if you're millennial, Gen Z, Gen Y, whatever, you still fall into this category. But we're going to go into the, what the millennial manifesto is, or I'm going to go into it. So what I, I would describe the millennial manifesto is pretty much having that that sense of entitlement towards my identity, as well as um, trying to like uh, like have a strong a strong agitation toward the older generation, trying to go against the old theories that the older generation still carries to this day. Now I know it's a short description, but we're going to go into a lot more to what it means. Now, from what I've been seeing recently, especially this year. There's been this internal battle between millennials and the older generation. Now, a friend of mine 
uh, post a question that a friend friend of hers um, asked, uh, like uh, posted on social media, saying that my generation in particular, like and, and like, well, the young generation in particular, we live in a godless society in a way. Now, with me being a Christian, you know, when like my friend asked, so and you know, I'm not gonna say who it is, but you know, if you know me, you probably know know who who the person is, but um. Like when she asked me this, you know, I was like, huh. Well, in a way, I do feel that our generation does live in a godless society in a way. But I think there's a reason behind all of that. The reason behind all that is that they don't see enough people in their age bracket being, you know, I'm going to use church as an example. So they don't see a lot of young people going to church or, um, you know, doing ministries or doing like Bible, like doing Bible study classes or anything like that. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, there's just some friction be- between how the younger generation and the older generation perceives each other and how they get along with each other. And um, so quote Terrell here, quote, uh, Terrell says in the, tra- in the chat, we also want to modify these stand points as well. And I feel like we can learn from the past mistakes of this generation so that way, so that way we don't cause a repeat of history. Very true, very true Terrell. Um, but yeah, but anyway, that, that's really why I want to try to get into as far as this discussion. Um, but yeah, like, you know, in the church, you know, there's been like a bit of a battle between the young generation, and the older generation, probably because of just the theories that the older generation continues to carry and the, and the theories that the younger generation are, I'll say, starting to create or develop in a sense. Now, um, I think what I want to touch on first before I go into, actually, actually, no, I think I think it would make sense if I touch on this before we go into the second topic. So um, I want to talk about gender identity. So so, so a, lot, a lot of people in the young in the young generation category probably relate to this the most. So when I'm referring to gender identity, I'm referring to people who are falling into the category as he, his, him, she, her, hers, um, and they, and them. Now you're probably familiar with those pronouns. So what those pronouns mean for, you know, if you identify with a he, his, or a him, you're most likely a, a guy. Or um, if you're a she, her, hers, you most likely identify as, uh, as a woman. And if you're a they or a them, it, it's, it's binary, which means you could, uh, you could be identified as a they or a them, whether you're a, a, a male or a woman. But um, again, that's, that's kind of, confusing in a way because like I think that there's there's like a mixed feeling of understanding what that exactly means but especially toward the older generation they're not 100% sure of what a they or a them would be it was just had to be spoken from the mouth by you know said person if they would want to identify with that um I'm not going to go too much into like the internal details as far as like the gender identities for that reason uh, for reason I mean, um, you know, just still like, you know, because like, again, like, you know, we don't want to try to offend anybody if you do identify with that category. And, you know, we want to respect everybody's uh, self-identity, but we also want to um, give some closure to why, you know, so like why you shouldn't go after the older generation for not having a clear understanding of what the gender identities mean. And I'm, then that's where I'm going to segue into why our generation 
it has like there's some there's some cracks that need to be filled in regards to our generation uh, with gender identities as well as cancel culture. But we're going to go into the cancel culture uh, category later on the show. But we're going to right now we're going to you know have a strong focus on why our generation is you know they're not like they're having this internal battle with our generation because of their social social structure in a way. Um, I think well in my opinion it really all dates back to our generation or like the acceptance of the past, like where um, the LGBTQIA community were, were shut out by the older generation, like shut out in regards to like the workforce, um, uh, politics, church, you know, in a way like yeah, everything like that the past theories of the older generation had about, you know, people that fall into the LGBTQIA category or as Dave Chappelle would like to say, 20% of the alphabet. <laughs> You know, the people that would fall into that category, they were shut out by the older generation a while back. Um, well, at least like the predecessors of the LGBTQIA community, they were shut out by the older generation for their um, sexual, sexual orientations. And I guess with the way that it is now, people want to have a sense of feeling, um, feeling that their identity needs to be known through um, just you know, just this presence. It doesn't matter if you're a male or like a, a, a man or a woman, you know, there's, there seems to be a sense of a gender identity in regards to how people would want to identify themselves. I mean, if you look at, you know, he, his, uh, she, hers, and, you know, uh, the pronouns, they're starting to pop up or start to become more current on job applications or um, applications for school, um, you know, going to the military, uh, you know, just general job case. Like it's general information on how people want to identify themselves. I know it's it's well it's become a lot more prevalent here in California where I am, where you see he his him or she her hers or they them on job applications wherever you go, because um, apparently we're like we're a state that you know has become uh, that's very liberal and very welcoming to that concept. I mean, um, you know, I could say for myself being in the Bay Area, um, kind of you know in the neck of the woods or just, you know, outside of the San Francisco area where San Francisco area is like the LGBTQIA capital of the world. And, you know, I'm kind of in that neck of the woods in a way here in Oakland. But, um, but, but yeah, but in that regard, there seems to be like, but the, the, the gender identity role seems to identify more with the younger generation where you're millennial, Gen Z, uh, Gen Y, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if, like there are people that have, a sense of you know identity for you know what they want to be called or what they want to be addressed as. Um, on, let me. Terrell's saying something else. So yeah, Terrell. Terrell is saying that our generation has been through an era that we will live in infamy. That is something everyone should acknowledge. And what most don't don't want to admit is that we're technically paying for the past mistakes of the last generation before us. So. Now we're bearing the weight of the se severity of the lot of life altering events that took place long before we came to existence. It kind of plays into your point. That's why I bring this up. Yeah, very true. Um, you know, again, like a lot of people are, were shut out by the general population. Oh, wait, oh, I just said something else. Um, yeah, and Terrell adds on to the statement by saying the LGBTQ plus community has existence long before we even knew uh, what the so-called community was in the first place. So um yeah like yeah like the LGBTQ is all it has always been prevalent. It's just that with the way that our um, society is going now, where there's a strong presence of the younger pop of the younger generation, that population is continuing to grow. 
you know, like there's still a more focus and more, you know, more of a stronger movement towards, you know, like that, that particular group in a way. And again, even outside the LGBTQIA community, there are also people that feel that the gender identity should be passed on to not just people in the, in the alphabet group, but also just to people who don't, you know, like not, don't exactly identify with the alphabet group, but in a way should feel that they are welcomed into that group, regardless of how they how they you know present themselves. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, in a sense, like we're we're all welcome. It's it like it's so much more trying to build a more welcoming society in regards to gender identity. But now I want to get into the part where our generation is messing up. So in regards to the gender identity, so you may have, you know, some, some like an elder, like an elder coworker or maybe, you know, an elder family member that may not agree with the gender identity and, or gender identities in a way, or has, or always tries to questions why, you know, that's starting to be pushed more in today's society. And then when that happens, again, I'm probably gonna segue into the cancel culture uh, aspect of this uh, when I say this, but when, but uh, sometimes when the old, when someone from the older generation questions the gender gender identities, like they, that's when the younger generation makes a mistake of trying to cancel that person. Like they'll they'll either go to Twitter, they'll go to Instagram and put up a post saying, "Oh, this person said this about my identity," and like, "Oh, like you know, this person should be fired or I'll oh, put a petition to try to get this person out of office because they said something that I don't exactly agree with. Um, hold on, Terrell just uh, said something. So Terrell says the LGBTQ, wait, no, that's not what he said. Um, he already said that. Um, this is long before we even knew. Yeah, he already said that. Yup, our generation is too focused on the fact that choose that we choose these identities because they're trying to become some somewhat part of a, of the trend and yeah like yeah in, in a way yeah they are trying to become a trend like like the gender identities are are trending in, in this way but um but yeah i think when like we make the mistake of shaming the older generation for not having not not, not so much that they're ignorant towards the gender identities or um just like our social structure of the younger generation it's just that we never took the time to pretty much to teach to teach the older generation of these new social structures that we're trying to create or that are still in development. The reason why they may ask questions towards why you want to be called, why do you want to be addressed as a he or a him or a they or, or a her, she or a her is because they're not fully on that they don't have that much knowledge of what that may mean or why someone in the younger generation will want to be uh, addressed as that. Like, they, like, it's, it's, it's almost like giving, like when you're the professor and you, give a, and you give a pop quiz or you give a test that you didn't teach anything on or you didn't, or you didn't te teach a class, class about uh, the subject in regards to what's in the test. I mean, the students are going to get upset when you do that. I mean, that's the same way with us not teaching the older generation why we want to be called he, she, they, or whatever. Like, it, like they're going to get upset or they're going to ask a lot of questions to why, you know, they like you should you should be addressed to that or, or addressed as you know as that. 
And um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, Terrell just said, very true. We must take our, our own ignorance into account if we're there to make sure that we can come to an understanding. Very true. Because I because like in a way, I feel sorry that you know, people that don't deserve to get canceled are being canceled because of their lack of lack of knowledge towards the social structure of the younger generation. I feel like we put too much blame on the older generation for not understanding when we didn't, we, again, we didn't take the time for ourselves to teach the older generation of why we feel this is important. Like when, what, what, like the, the, this is the one of the issues with cancel culture is that we, we, see, we see headlines, we're so headline focused that we're not reading the whole article. When we read the whole article, then we'll have a better understanding of, oh, okay, so maybe this person did say this, but maybe it's probably because they didn't have the understanding of what, the, of what, that, what, what, what he said or what he or she said means. You know, like, yeah, like, of like course, you know, people are going to make mistakes in regards to, oh, well, you know, I know about this group, but I'm not exactly sure why they want to be addressed in that form. You know, I, I fully understand. It. And, you know, in, in a way, I, I do feel bad for the older generation for, you know, for, for those that have been canceled because they didn't, they didn't see the importance of why, I don't know, like, uh, why so-and-so wants to be addressed as she, uh, him, or they. Because, again, like, they, like, again, like we have to remember the older generation didn't grow up in a generation where that topic was prevalent. So of course, like with them not growing up in a, a she, him, they, them type of society, they're obviously like, they're not gonna, like, they're not gonna know what, what that means. <laughs> and like, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we're, we're blessed enough to have older, like many people from the older generation that are wise enough to, you know, understand it and also take the time to learn what these gender identities means. But the, the, young, the younger generation is still outnumbering the older generation in a way. And when, 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 when that's the case, there is going to be a lot of young people that feel like, oh man, they should have known this long ago because because that that group has has faced oppression, or they like they they were the ones that were oppressed by the older generation in a way. Like they're that they're gonna have that focus. And um, sorry, like I'm looking at my notes as I'm as I'm uh, I'm talking about this. So, yeah, but um, I do want to stress that the younger generation needs to change the motives or again like the title of the topic they need to be revise the millennial manifesto millennial manifesto being the gender identities that are in place today as as well as also cancel culture and the motives behind why cancel culture can be deemed as toxic at, at times and yeah like the motives the motives just need to be revised so but Again, but I feel like for the young generation, as far as addressing these issues in regards to what someone said about gender identities, like cancel culture seems to be the only weapon for the young generation. Like, you know, it's, it's, come, it's come to the point where one bad tweet about someone could destroy their entire reputation. It's come to that point. I mean, like it's a, it's a snowball effect. Like say like, like, for example, say if you were at a job or if you were applying for a job or for a company, you know, very high corporate company in a way, you know, you go to a job, you go to a job interview, and um, you give them your resume, 
uh, you know, you say whatever on your resume, like accolades, you know, credentials, past job, past experience, whatever. And then they get to the point and they get to the point where the identity factor comes in and then they say, oh, I want to be or, or then that, that person that's interviewing for a job says, I want to be addressed as they. And then like the employer uh, looks at you and asks questions like, um, can you explain to me more what they means or why don't you want to be called like, like let's say this is a guy let's say like why why don't you want to be addressed as he him or just sir or mr uh so-and-so like why like why do you want to be addressed as they now there's a long discussion of why our generation has sh uh, short attention spans and are are deemed as overly sensitive like the overly sensitive will think like oh man this person's uh, this person's against me for wait, hold on uh, like what's Terrell trying to say? I mean, I'm gonna hold off on that thumb. I want to read what Terrell said. So Terrell said, great point. We also need to take into account. Oh, no, he already said that. Um, great point. We all, no, no, he, 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 this is new. A great point. We also need to take into account that we should just stop acting like foolish people just to earn the improvement of those who were never even relevant in, in that said individual's life, let alone the development. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, the, the employer is going to ask questions in regards to why do you want to be addressed as they? And then that's where our short, our short temper uh, gets, gets the best of us. And like, we're going to be like, oh, well, you know, like, I, I feel like I should be addressed as they because, you know, yeah, 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 like whatever reason. And then, you know, that, that's when, you know, the employer is going to keep asking questions about like, oh, well, you know, like, like we're, we've always been uh, like a, a job or a, like a company that's always been addressed people as sir, ma'am, Mr, Mrs, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then that's where, again, short temper, short, short temper gets the best of us. And then next thing we know, we're, we're writing a bad tweet about this company or about that employer. And then next thing you know, like everybody reads it, like social, the way social media, the way how much information gets posted on social media nowadays the snowball effect is that people are going to repost repost that tweet you know um, uh, go on a rant about what the employer said and then next thing you know the employer is winding up on the news probably losing his job like a like company go, goes down and so and yeah like it's just it's, it's just like a whole you know calamity on the on the older generation side yes there have been situations where people have had had to get checked for their approach in regards to trying to understand gender identity. But again, we have to come to a realization that many people in the older generation from the older generation may not have the best understanding or the best knowledge of what he, she, her, they, them means. They may not may not have like, again, like, you know. We're, we're just too quick we're too we're too quick to to, to to get offended you know like there's not enough thick-skinned people out there in the younger generation that feel like oh okay well maybe this person didn't understand what you know my identity is i mean yeah like, yeah i mean like pe people have been sued for for doing this or have tried tried to be sued for, for doing stuff like this i mean like come on like we we like I'm, I'm trying. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this message gets to the, some of the young people that are watching tonight, because I don't want to have to read another story about, you know, like a you know, like old person from the older generation getting canceled because they ask questions in regards to 
oh well, um you know this person's uh this person's like a she but but it's a but 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 it's a guy or oh this person uh you know goes at goes as a he as a him or her or, or a he because because or but she's a she's she's a woman you know it's I, it, like it there's got to be some balance in regards to this because you know like we we're, we're just I, I don't know what how it started but the young generation in a way we're just like too short-tempered or you know we just get easily offended by you know people asking us questions like there's just no there's like zero room for discussion about these topics but i will say this though don't focus so much on the older generation not having an understanding of it focus on them becoming like ignorance to the topic i mean like, like believe me like there there's people that fall in the older, older generation category or the older generation age bracket that will want to know more about what he or her or them or they is they they, they want to know because they want to be more aware of like where for the next time they have to address someone that you know has a different gender identity that's you know uh, that's different from the norm like um hold on Terrell just uh, sent something in the chat um he's saying devil's advocate they never even cared enough to understand because they're deeply rooted in the lessons they have learned also in the business world uh, is all about performance the younger generation were too comfortable and they grew up they grew up soft in a way like that that is like that is a fair statement because yeah, like oh wait, hold on. He, he just he, he had something else to that. Um, Terrell also said it's not a bad thing. It's just that they never like from his, like to you know correlate with his last comment. He says it's not a bad thing. It's just that they never had the chance to learn the details about the world around them because their parents didn't want to teach them out of fear. Very true. Yeah, like there there is that fear aspect of say you grow up and you know you have a different sexual orientation that's uh, far from the norm. You know, there's a fear aspect in regards to like even as a parent, you know, you fear like, okay, well, yeah, I'm willing to accept my son or my daughter for who who he or she is, but I'm just worried about what the world is gonna say about them. Yeah, like that does come into play. I mean, you know, like there's there's certain levels of where you feel comfortable. Like again, like I'm not a parent and like I'm far from being being a parent, but there's different levels in regards to the like how comfortable you feel or how comfortable the world is going to feel in regards to certain um cer certain uh, like you know identities or even relationships um uh, i'll say like one example um say if you're you know say if you're a black like you're you're a black a black man or a black man and you're going out with a, with a black woman you know that that's common like that's comfortable or say if you're a black uh, like a, a white a white man going out with a black woman there's you know there's there's some give and some take there or say if you were you know black man going out with a black uh, another black man you know you were a, a black gay couple you know there's some you know like the, oh, that, that kind of depends on where you live but there's some bit of discomfort there in regards to what the world is going to say i'm not saying that you know like i'm not going against that at all i'm just saying that there's some discomfort for what the world might say not for what I say, but for what the outside world is going to say about you and, and your partner. Or it can even go to certain things, like say if you were, you know, like a black lesbian going off a white lesbian. I mean, there's some, you know, again, 
there's a bit of discomfort because people aren't used to that yet. And like, you know, it's not from what I'm saying, it's from what the outside world is saying. Um, Terrell is uh, saying, something, saying something else, let's see. Um, yeah, Terrell, Terrell added, um, some feel comfortable to be in the, in the closet rather than upfront because they feel like they're safer in their bubble. It can also go along the basis of privilege for the, for, for the few, but that's a topic for another time. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another discussion. But again, like there's some discomforts, again, like just, just like how the older generation, like they, they feel some discomfort for like having the work, 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 having an employee work in their company where they have to address like that person as they, they, they because like mo most of the time in the corporate world, you know, they, they come across people that, you know, just go by the, the regular identities. But when they, when they come across someone with a new identity and that, that employer has to address them as, as that, as said identity, then they're like his, his or her corporate partners are going to feel a sense of discomfort. Again, like we're, even, oh wait, hold on. I'm going to read what um, Terrell said. See, um, Terrell also said, we also refuse to acknowledge the fact that we still see it as taboo. Yeah, in a way, like, yeah, like there are there are a lot of people that, you know, see the gender identities as taboo. I mean, you know, it's very, it's very understandable. Like the older generation, again, like, you know, they, like they, they, they are very prideful in their views and their, and their theories as far as what social structure looks like. like they're very prideful in that. But Again, it's not so much about trying to cancel those that don't have like the understanding of what the younger generation says, just about canceling those that are ignorant to what the gener younger generation will say. I mean, again, like, it's a like it, again like, at times that can be hard to read, but again, like we we messed up in, in a way because we messed up by not laying laying the older generation know, saying, "Hey, we're coming up with these developments, and we feel that my like." We're entitled to our to our gender identities, and we want you to accept accept that for what it is. Um, Terrell also said, even though there is some form of inclusion in the name of quote unquote diversity, but ask yourself this question: Is it honestly about diversity, or is it about the quota? Hmm. Um, Terrell, like I'm not like I, I would like you to more go more a little more into that, give some more detail to that, but um. I'm gonna to try to piggyback off to off of what what you just said, and um, yeah, like I guess in a way, it, like diversity, you know, it's I, I think it's starting to become more, especially this year, 2020. I think diversity is starting to become more of a um, a quota issue rather than like a a, a, a societal issue, because you know, like, even with like you know the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, like pe people believe that the black like the Black Lives Matter movement, like not not only was it just for social injustice, but it was also for like the number of black people working in job in the job and in the workforce, or the number of black people that are appearing on TV, or you know, like to tokenism or like whatever. You know, like it's there. There seems to be a strong motive for quota in in the black community rather than just overall diversity. But but again, like but I, I feel like the people that are focused more on the quota are are the you know the people that are hiring or that have to hire hire folks to you know work work in their business. Yeah, in a way, there's like you know it, it, that that can be hard to read at times. You know whether like oh did this company just you know hire more black people for to meet meet a quota or did they hire more black people just to you know. 
like uh, like uh, just because they have a strong belief in a diverse workforce. Yeah, you know, it, that, that can be hard to read sometimes. And again, like, you no, know, we, we do live in a world where lying is prevalent, especially in the corporate world. You know, lying is huge. But I think we also have to take in the realization that not everybody, well, I, like, actually, no, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to go into that because, yeah, you know, like, there, there, like, it, there is like a trickle effect in regards to that as far as what advantages people are given. And, you know, I don't want to sound like a, you know, sound like an aristocrat when I say that. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, it's just, uh, like, you know, like, I'm, like you kind of, it's, 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 it, a lot of this is hard to read. And, but the thing is like, we also have to understand that, you know, there are people that need to have a better understanding of what you know, gender identities are or why, and why cancel culture can't just be, oh, like, oh, you said something about, you said something bad about, you know, this, or like, oh, you say something that, you, that you're trying to question. I'm like, yeah, there's got to be room for discussion. You know, we got to discuss these things for us to understand. I mean, like, that's the power of communication, which is something that we are, in a way, beginning to lack. Like, you know, communication has is starting to become a bit of a lost art. You know, like, we can't talk to people as much anymore. Like, oh, oh, we have to watch what we say to people as much anymore. Oh, like, we can't ask certain questions so we could, you know, build our understanding of a certain subject. I mean. Like we've lost room for that for some reason. I would like to know why we lost room to have these kind of discussions or to ask questions in regards to gender identities or, you know, cancel culture. Um, kind of waiting for Terrell to say something else, but uh, but uh, oh, okay, yeah, all right, here we go. So yeah, um, Terrell said some corporations, some cooperations. I think so. No, no, I think you meant to say corporations. Yeah. Corporations, institutions, and et cetera, search for uh, individuals that do not fit into the societal norms of this country. So this, this goes to show that there is a quota of inclusion for people of color. Um, for example, African-Americans, the brown community, and the LGBTQ community, or LGBTQ plus community, excuse me, as well. So if we include these communities or groups, we also prove to the audience that we're diverse and we care when in actuality we don't we don't we just want to fill the quota so that way we won't have any backlash for being asinine very true like you know yeah there's there's some there's some proof to that because yeah like whenever whenever i look i say like uh say like a tech company for example whenever i look at the you know just like the layout of their employees and see like uh, a mix, like, you know, like a small number of black people working for them. Or, you know, I always ask myself, like, I mean, like this goes with any any job and any workforce. I mean, when you see a certain number of black people, but you see one, um, like a, a majority more of another, of another ethnic group, you begin to question, huh, were they just doing that for the quota or is that person actually, you know, qualified to be in that line of work. Um, Terrell also said, this is all, yeah, this also plays into affirmative action, so so to speak. Yeah, very true. I mean, affirmative action is, again, like I'm, I'm, I have in a way, you know, like I don't talk or I don't, you know, bring up affirmative action as much when I speak about these discussions because I think affirmative action, like, yeah, affirmative action, it was really based on trying to meet a quota. 
like uh, in a way like yeah like quote like quotas mattered and say like the 60s the 70s and the 80s i mean like yeah like, come, like even though like before you know like uh, many people many people of color were excluded from certain jobs or certain fields because of you know racist um they affirmed when affirmative action came in it was just more about trying to meet the quota and that that uh, they had to prove they had to make black people or uh, black employees uh, approve or people like people of color or poc employees prove that they actually do belong they're actually qualified for this and um again like with job applications nowadays you know i'm stepping away from gender identity for a bit but um job applications nowadays you know many people like get excluded from a job because you know, like in a way like the employer thinks that person has a black name but they like but they but when that when the employer sees that that person has like a black name or a name of a different ethnic from it that's uh popular in a different ethnic group then they, they tend to ignore the like what makes them qualified for that job in the first place i mean there's it, it's really odd to me it's really odd to me um sorry okay terrell also said this also plays into affirmative uh, oh yeah he already said that so for those who look like you and I technically worked just as hard and outsmarted our opponents just to obtain a future that was already in our grasp in our in the first place. That's true. Like, yeah, the fact that we have to work twice as hard and ignore the oh, um, he said you said one more thing. Um, Terrell also said so. It's not surprising when people who are applying for careers are not even seeing this truth ex for exactly what it is. That's true. That's true. Like, yeah, when when you know when people uh, of color tend to be hired for you know certain jobs. I'm not saying every job, but you know for certain jobs, it's just for that company to meet a quota for their employ employee roster. Yeah, it's just you know it's just to meet a quota in a way, and like that that's that's oh, okay. Um, like <laughs> uh, Terrell Terrell said uh, he said another thing too. So um, yeah, Terrell also said that now this is not to complain. Or waving the race card is just calling calling out what I see. Uh, I mean, what Terrell sees, and like yeah, like yeah, in a way, I see I see some of that too. Again, like I question like if like when I look at you know if they do like a like a B roll shot of you know employees working, and I see like only a small number, like only one black person in the B roll shot, or you know one you know like next person in the B roll shot, shot. Like I'm asking my I'm asking myself. Okay, so did they just hire them for the quota, or, or to meet the quota, or was, or are they actually qualified for that position? Because yeah, like again, like there's, there's, like there's questions for that too, and like, but this, but that's the sad truth. Like the fact that we have to ask that type of question makes us realize how racist some, you know, some companies are within, like, within the, like within America, and this it can even be around the world too. I mean. Yeah, it's uh, it's really odd for where where things are starting to head now. But I think when we do become more aware of these kind of situations, then like you know we have a better understanding of what what gender identity, why gender identities are important, why the young generation feels entitled to their gender identities, and why cancel culture shouldn't be the only weapon of destruction in regards to. Uh, the people that want to remain ignorant to the to the social structure that the younger generation puts in place, then we'll have that better understanding. We'll have a, a like a more inclusiveness within our society in a way. 
But um, I also want to touch a little bit on why I believe cancel culture shouldn't like it should also be rebranded or also be revised within the millennial manifesto. Because um, when you look at cancel culture, you know, like like so for at times, you know, I feel like people try to cancel things that like cancel things for no re- or can't cancel someone or cancel a company for no reason exactly they don't have any evidence to back it up they just feel like oh well um that like i don't like say like oh i don't like the way that they make their sandwiches i'm going to cancel them or oh i don't uh you know i'm <laughs> oh wait hold on uh, Terrell just said said one more thing um Terrell said the dynamic is odd in a way and the realm of quote and performance it makes you wonder what's really going on are we actually selected uh, because we're talented and gifted or are we actually selected because we actually have what it takes to be in a position of power? There lies, uh, there lies the real question. Hmm. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, yeah, um, again, yeah, I mean, anyway, yeah, like, well, just to, you know, go back to, can- so, you know, cancel culture in a way, you know, there's like, I feel like cancel culture like tends to be very short lived because there are some people out there that um you know like they cancel things for the wrong reasons i mean yeah like maybe you didn't like the sandwich sure you know like you can write a bad tweet about them but don't make it like a huge complaint where you go and destroy that sandwich place's reputation um you know there's a certain there's a certain level or a certain extent where you can take cancel culture i mean but i feel like cancel culture really is more towards the older generation in regards to how ignorant they can be because yeah like yeah i feel like if you're going to cancel somebody or cancel you know a, co- a company cancel a uh, you know like a celebrity or whatever you know you, i feel like you should cancel them for being ignorant to the situation that they've caused or their beliefs or the beliefs that that are seen as valid but it's just them not accepting those beliefs for what they are yeah there's again like there's a certain level of when you could cancel somebody but don't cancel somebody because they made a small little mistake or maybe they just didn't have the knowledge or the understanding of what their mistake was you know like again like the older older generation doesn't can't tell the difference from what he his him she or her hers they or them are from first glance you know like when it gets spoken from the mouth then when they start to ask questions, then I feel like it's in your it's in your uh, due diligence to address what that means or what what it means to be called a they, uh, a her, or a him, or him, for them to have a better understanding of why it's important. But don't cancel them because it asks you a question like, oh, like why do you want to be called this, or why do you feel like this is important to you? You know, like don't cancel them. Like like give them details and give them and provide information of why there's some importance to it. So. Um, yeah, Terrell just said, um, uh, there, uh, of course, cancel culture is short-lived. The only reason why, why it is because our generation still follows the celebrity uh, trend or restaurant one week after the fact, and then the rest is history. And so the process just happens time and time again. Yeah, I mean, like the way that news, like, like definitely right there, Terrell, because like the way that news gets spread around nowadays, like, I mean, oh my, like, oh my goodness, like, I think probably for the past few months, I had to stay off of Instagram and stay off of Twitter. Really like, like to be honest, like I, I, I don't really look at my social media um, platforms, you know, because like for one, like, you know, I'm, I'm very occupied, but um, 
but yeah but in a way like just the, the the things that some people do post it just becomes like very uh very repeat like it, there's there's a lot of re repeating posts that uh, pop up on social media and um or even like even the news there's a lot of repeats like that get talked about in the news and i was thinking like and it's just like it, 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 at times it does give me a headache of how much is being being posted i mean like we live in a society where information just goes out like like super fast and and it's just hard to keep up with everything and even with cancel culture when when someone posts a bad tweet it it gets it's, it tends to get forgotten about in in the next the, the next week like it's not trending and then you know this is where I, I feel like this is where toxic people come in you know like a toxic person is going to find something that find something else that's trending and then try to cancel that trend and then it, it gets talked about for a short time and then you know then it gets forgotten the next week and like it just like it, the, the 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 wheel just keeps turning like it's a repeating cycle you know and okay Terrell just said our generation our, our generation are the biggest gossips within this area of society there's that's that very true and the news just becomes overwhelming and the information is not even worth the, the, the tweet is written and he posted a, a it looks like a headache emoji so um, but yeah and he also said it's all just uh, for clickbait honest honestly yeah very true like yeah people they just uh, try to oh, um he also added and a constant rate of stupidity over and over again. Yeah, like that's very true. Like people just do it for the likes and the views. I mean, yeah, like people just try to cancel people for the likes and the views. Like there, there is like as there is some deep truth to that. I mean, I mean, I, I feel like the overall message that I want to get across for people that are watching and listening tonight is just okay. Uh, Terrell also said they also canceled to go viral and for clout. Yeah, uh, it's like to add on to his last statement. But, um, yeah, I think the overall truth or the overall message that I want to get, uh, hopefully people get from watching this and listening to this tonight, is that make sure to be conscious about what you're getting into. You know, be conscious of why you why you feel that person needs to be canceled, and be conscious of why it is important to teach that person about gender identities or any other social trends or social structural trends that are, that are popping up or that are developing from developing within the younger generation. Because again, you have to be like, I feel like at times the younger generation needs to be reminded that the older generation did not grow up with these type of social structures. Like everything was just, you know, cut, cut, like cut and bait or cut dry, you know, like it's like, you know, it's just, they didn't get the, you know, they didn't, they, they didn't get ready for the test pretty much. Like they, like they didn't get, they didn't take notes or like, or like they, they got the notes at the last minute or, you know, whatever you want, like however you want to want to say it. And uh, Terrell said, and actually be aware of your actions for once, uh, headache emoji again, follow through. Mm, that's, that's like, that's the icing, that's the icing on the cake right there. Follow through with your actions. Like if you're going to, if you want to cancel somebody uh, for, for being ignorant, cancel them hard, you know, just don't say one thing and then ignore it the next thing. I mean, like, if you have to keep it going, I'm like, like, like people, like, what did we do? And like, Terrell, like, you could probably also back me up on this in the chat. What were we doing or what are we still doing to this day that happened back in May after George Floyd? 
Like we kept saying Black Lives Matter. We kept going after police officers who remain ignorant to social to social injustice or social justice or to reform. We, we, we kept going at our politicians to get Trump out of office. Like we follow through with that. Like let's keep following through we're trying to teach the older generation about our social structure and about the way that it's going to be once Biden gets in office. Because believe me, like when Joe Biden like and Kamala Harris like take their inauguration speech, uh, like you know take the go through their inauguration process, this is going to become more accepting than it ever will be. Like trust me, like it, it's going like this is going to become more prevalent. So it's in our it, it's like it's in our best interest. To make sure that we teach the older generation about the about the gender identities and about the importance of our social the social structure, structure that we want to build for the generation that follows. Keep that in mind. And Jarrell also said, "Be the bigger person instead of acting like a spoiled little toddler." So, yeah, yeah, we we do tend to get childish with the cancel culture. I mean, yeah, yeah, let's not let's not get childish. And um, he also said. Follow through with your cancellation and follow through with your life and goals because we don't have the time to screw around. Headache emoji again. <laughs> so, but yeah, like anyway, like yeah, we just we, we just feel like we we need to get that across to somebody. Hopefully, you know, you tell other people about this. Like it'll be cool. Like, it'll be cool if you could share share this video too, so people can like so the younger generation could know that you know oh yeah terrell said like christ almighty we will learn we when 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 will you learn yeah like yeah we like i I don't know man like yeah i hope you know we learn to be more conscious about you know the way that we approach things in the future i really hope so but yeah people who watch tonight people who listen and people who are willing to take what we say into consideration please share this to the young people that you know because again, like the more people we have teaching about the older generation, the better. And also we could kill cancel culture uh, by doing that. You know, cancel culture won't be as prevalent in a way. Uh, again, you know, it's just about finding the people that don't, that, that won't be ignorant towards uh, these type of social issues. So, um, but yeah, like, yeah, definitely take, take what we say into consideration and yeah, like just take them there. And Terrell said, I sincerely hope that we all take the wisdom and truly learn more about ourselves. Um, that way we can become a better people for ourselves and others. Yep, it's very true, Terrell. I really hope so. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna um we're gonna end, we're gonna end it there tonight. Uh yeah, thank you all for whoever tuned in. Uh, again, hopefully you take our information or the information that we give out for in consideration because I feel like it is valid and it is of importance. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, again, don't cancel, don't cancel people because you know they they made a mistake. Cancel people because they remain ignorant. And yeah, and also we also want to give out a quick reminder that don't forget to to go on our websites, our storefront, the Real Dealers Club. Again, um, you know, um, with the holiday season rolling around, I think uh, Terrell, if I'm right, maybe you could put in the chat. We got a discount going out right now, but um, uh, yeah, make sure you to follow follow our storefront on Instagram at uh, Real Dealers Club, all one word. And yeah, like the promo code here is for twenty percent off uh, off of all purchases. The code is TLM twenty twenty. And yeah, you could DM uh, Terrell, Terrell on Instagram. His, his Instagram is at Phantom Menace. 
um again like like uh the when you go to our storefront instagram account like you'll see our see our, our our handles in the in the bio so yeah make sure to go check check that out but um but yeah uh yeah you know again like you no know, if you want to give a gift out to that special someone for the holiday season you know yeah make sure to check out real dealers club and we're also black owned business so yeah you definitely will be doing a good thing for the black community in a way you know we are trying to you know use our money for the good so uh yeah but yeah make sure to go check out our storefront and i uh, yeah um again I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, thank you again. You know, again, be be conscious, be better people, um, be responsible. You know, not just with cancel culture and you know gender equality, gender identity, but also with COVID too. You know, we can't stress that enough because I want I want to get this done. I want I want to get COVID out the way, and I know the vaccines are going out. So, like, if you feel like the vaccine is you know going to help stop this uh, stop this pandemic faster then please go take a vaccine when it it becomes accessible and uh yeah and oh yeah also um terrell also added that we also sell masks for people that still like you know feel the need to wear a mask like you know we like, it wouldn't hurt to hurt to buy, buy one you know to quote terrell so um yeah we, we do sell masks on the real dealers club so yeah make sure to go check that out if, you want, if you're in the market for a new mask but uh yeah anyway we are going to end it there Definitely want to, you know, wish everybody a safe and happy holidays. And uh, yeah, as always, make sure to keep it real.